Captain. Our computer is picking up a strange signal. I don't want any baloney, magic tricks, or psychological mumbo jumbo. Errors in time and space. Greetings, Liminerds, broadcasting to you from a location outside of time and space. This is Liminal Unlimited. I'm Kyle Thatcher. I'm Jenny Thatcher. And welcome. We took a, a short little week-long hiatus. Um, uh, I, I tried to warn everybody on Facebook and on Twitter, um, but if you're one of our listeners that doesn't listen on, or doesn't listen, doesn't uh, follow us on um, one of those social media apps um you probably were unaware and you thought oh the show got canceled well there's nobody to cancel us <laughs> you can't cancel us motherfuckers <laughs> the only people who can cancel us is, is us, us. <laughs> but uh mother's day hit a little different if you're a listener uh you'll know uh we lost jenny's mom so mother's day was a little mix of emotions we had a lot of fun with family but we when it got down to it when it boiled down to it uh jenny i think you you kind of just felt tuckered out and and just couldn't couldn't uh we couldn't get up the energy to record nope so but we're back it's a beautiful sunday morning hopefully our dogs will be (laughs) quiet um you're funny funny. (laughs) so we uh, we did have a listener request. More Jenny. What? <laughs> Moi? A- apparently, I co-opt a lot of the time. No. <laughs> However, you talk too much. In my defense, <laughs> I do the majority of the research. Well, this is true. <laughs> I mean, you got me there, but I can just talk. If people want to hear my dulcet tones, <laughs> I could sing, but you won't let me sing. <laughs> I don't think you're ready to play okay. this, <laughs> Yeah. Well, we'll try to work in yeah, more Jenny. I don't think the listeners are ready for this Jenny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Girl, <laughs> you don't even know. So I asked Jenny what what she wanted to do, and what did you say you wanted to do this week for for our, after our little mini mini hiatus? More Ouija stories, right? Because we really we got you know quite a bit of information in there. We packed in a lot of stories, most of them personal, but we didn't really get to the wider world, the wide world of Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a uh, TM, TM <laughs> on that trademark. Thank you. Copyright. Wide world of Ouija. Um, I don't know if I can copyright something with a word in it that's already been trademarked. So, yeah, yeah, maybe no. not. Maybe not. I could. Oh, wide world of Ouija. Ouija. We uh, TM. <laughs> it'd, it'd be the www. Yeah. Wide world of Ouija. Yeah. Ouija. So that's coined. Right here, you heard it first. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check the internet and make sure nobody else said that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to get to some other stories, some Reddit stories, some stories in the news, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
etc., etc. So, Jenny, I will let you, since the listeners want more Jenny, they want Jenny on 11, maximum Jenny. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I've got. <laughs> I'm still Jenny from the block. <laughs> so why don't, you, why don't you start us off? All right. Well, let's start with this little story here. So this is um, from the Ouija Boards subreddit, posted by Rainy Day 2 I'd like to get some feedback on what I just experienced with using my Ouija board at home alone. Don't do that. That's that's like one of the primary one. one of the primary made up rules of Ouija board <laughs> is don't do it. Although we wouldn't recommend doing it alone. Well, yeah. Number one, it's not fun. Right. Probably won't work very well. Number two, you could get possessed by a demon. But that could happen if you're using it with other people, too. I mean, come on. <laughs> Is the risk really greater? I don't know. You could get possessed and no one would know. Well, that's true. All of a you're sudden. alone. Yeah. And the demon's not going to... The demon that possesses you is not going to tell everyone, Hey, hey I... Uh, sorry, I possessed Jeff. <laughs> Uh, he used a Ouija board alone. What was I supposed to do? Um, I just wanted you all to know that before I go murder this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so back to the story. Yeah. I've been doing this for about 10 years and never had an experience like this. My partner passed away a few months ago, and the few times I've used it since, the entity claims to be him. The first time we spoke, I do believe it was him because of specific information that no one else would know about me, and we talked for about two hours. Everything was fine. Today I used it again, and of course the entity claimed to be him again, but this time the only thing it would say over and over was, stop, this is dangerous, and a demon is after you, fast. It said it was trying to protect me, and also told me to break my board. I'm not sure if this was indeed my partner because they would not answer any questions of mine in order to prove their identity. There were a few things it said that could indicate it was him, but I'm not sure as the first I'm not as sure as the first time we spoke. If this has ever happened to anyone, what did you do? Should I dispose of the board or is this just a spirit messing with me? Um, and then uh, an update. All right, to keep you updated, I cleansed my home and the board yesterday and played again today. Today, the entity told me to drink bleach. And also identified itself as a demon. It continued to move throughout the alphabet and to the corners of the board. I know that these are the worst signs ever while playing with the Ouija board, so I broke it into pieces and threw it out. Hopefully I don't run into this demon again, but I will be taking a break for a while just to be safe. Okay, so a few classic mistakes. Playing alone. Yep. uh, Believing that you're talking to a loved one. Yep. Um... Doing the thing that it wanted you to do, which was break the board. <laughs> well, that's true. Guess yeah. what? You just released a fucking demon. <laughs> I mean, she didn't drink bleach. Yeah, as far as I know, she didn't drink the bleach. But this is like you know, if you're if you're if you're messing around with this thing by yourself, and uh, it starts telling you to do crazy stuff. There's people out there. There's enough gullible people out there who would totally wholeheartedly believe in this stuff and do ridiculous absolutely ridiculous things because they're all alone and there's nobody there to tell them like mary 
that's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> like, come on, Mary. <laughs> Get it together, you know? And they're just like, oh, my God, I, maybe I should drink the bleach. Maybe maybe that'll fix everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. All right, why don't you give us another one, honey? Another one? Another one. Two in a row? Two in a row. Who to thunk it? All right, well, let's see. Um... All right, so this is uh, from the Paranormal Encounters subreddit, posted by Deleted. (laughs) The Ouija board is a serious, quote-unquote, toy. I was a senior in high school, dumb and naive, living life without consequences, like most of us do at that age. One day, my friend Kim and I got a wild idea to go buy a Ouija board, so off we went to Toys R Us. Sure enough, there it was in the toy section, so we split the price and brought it back home to my friend's place. We did some serious messing around for a month. A lot of weird coincidences happening around us. We ended up at my house this time, which had always given me the creeps as a kid and still as an adult, to be honest. Kim was in my room with me trying to get a spirit to talk with us. Well, did we. Being absolutely beyond dumb, we sat across, we sat across, across the board. Set across, across the board? They put a cross on the board. I wanted to see what would happen. (laughs) We lifted the cross and went back to the planchette. All of a sudden. PSA is all of a sudden. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. The spirit on the other side turned nasty, saying to us while moving swiftly on the board, Fuck you. I will kill you. I will fucking stab you. It said all that? Apparently. We quickly asked to leave the board with no response, so we flew the planchette on the ground flew the planchette on the ground and had a moment of WTF was that did that just happen I knew something was following me at that point later on I was on the phone with my boyfriend Matt at the time and noticed something drastic all of a sudden I was frozen I couldn't move a muscle my eyes darted around the room in confusion and I yelled for my younger brother until he was rushing into my room I screamed I can't move I can't move he went to grab my hands and tugged with all his might I'll have you know, my brother is not a small guy. He's 6'6 and weighs about 300 pounds. And he could totally kick your ass. (laughs) (laughs) But not the demons. He could not pull me free. We both sat there in astonishment while my boyfriend was trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Finally, like a weight came loose, I flew forward with my brother's help and saw this devilish face in the wood grain of my wall. I've never unseen that face in the wall in my mind's eye. Soon I covered it up, and when I moved out, my stepdad put a bookshelf in front of it. I haven't seen it since, and that was 16 years ago. So what do you think there? Demon. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obvi. I mean, uh... Well, yeah, I mean, it's not sleep paralysis, because she was awake, and she was on the phone with her boyfriend, and she suddenly couldn't move, and her... Hunk of a brother couldn't, you know, yeah. get her to move. All, all which is the, weird. All of a sudden, shit all, got lit. <laughs> all of a sudden. It got lit on God, no cap. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's me trying to appeal to the younger listening audience. Good job, honey. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that putting a cross on the Ouija board is really going to do a whole lot. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. But, um, 
yeah, I mean, whoever they were talking to seems pretty, pretty uh, rude, threatening to stab them and stuff, which is a pretty big claim for someone without arms or a knife. Right, right. I always, I'm always amazed because as a horror movie lover, you know, it's fun to watch, but whenever you see these movies or shows where, um, you know, the ghost is like flinging knives at people and things like that, and like, you know, or you watch, uh, there's a certain uh, psychic show that I won't name. It's, it's like a, it's posited as like a ghost hunting show, but it's really mainly centered around the psychic. And every time they go into a house, uh, they're, they're like almost every time they're like, yeah, this ghost wants to kill them. <laughs> and it's like the ghost, yeah, this ghost could give you a heart attack. No, it can't. Yeah. I like, think my thing is like, if ghosts could really kill people. Everybody would be dead. Don't you think somebody would have, like, pushed Hitler down the stairs or something? Everybody would be dead. Well, yeah, If every ghost across the globe (laughs) was out to murder everyone, everyone would be effing dead. It's true. I I think that, um, I I think it's it's crazy. I mean, weird stuff happens. Weird things happen. But it's... We hear about that a lot, people feeling like they can't move. They're in their bed and, like, the blankets are holding them down. There's some force holding them down to the bed and it's they're not asleep it's not like sleep paralysis necessarily but i mean that's a pretty common thing that happens yeah yeah it's just weird that's just a weird but it's like why but again it's like like you said if demons or ghosts could actually like kill people why don't they kill more people or like everybody be dead everybody would be dead if go if ghosts were just out to kill everyone everybody'd be dead right you know so like you know Oh. And I think I think when you fiddle around with Ouija boards, you're more prone to those kind of like thoughts and beliefs. Like, you know, that's one of the reasons like uh, why I stopped using them because it was like it just got to a point where it, it felt silly. Mm-hmm. It, it feels silly. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I I don't know exactly how much of this I totally believe. You know, I believe there's something there, but what am I doing? I'm a grown adult. You know. <laughs> that's debatable so I've, is it your turn now? It's, it's my turn now um, because I think I'm going to start I'm going to start strong I thought about saving this for the end of the episode but uh, this is uh, posted on the paranormal reddit by someone with the moniker quick scheme 3120 and how do the, people come up with these things I don't, I don't know. Reddit just gave me mine, so oh, I don't really? know. I don't know yeah. what, if you get to pick or choose, but mm. I didn't. Okay. Um, so this is titled, I used to talk to the Nazi in my bathroom light. I have that one. <laughs> you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so it says, when I was a teenager, I got into using a Ouija board. At first, I did it with my friends. We thought it was fun. But eventually, curiosity got the better of me, and I started doing it alone in my already paranormally active 115-year-old house. Again, doing it alone. First things first. I do not advise using Ouija boards ever. I regret my choices as they were dangerous and filled my already creepy house with more bad energy. At best, they are either powerless and or have a good sense of humor. I won't be mentioning any of them by name, Except Dave, who is harmless. Mm-hmm. 
as I don't want to invite that energy back into my life. Shout it, out to Dave. Shout out Dave. Dave the ghost. <laughs> Dave the ghost. He's my boy. <laughs> Dave, if you're listening, long, thank you. Long time fan. <laughs> I became uh, where did I leave off? I became particularly close with a little boy who had drowned along with his sister in some Eastern European country. His sister turned, uh, taunted him, and made him feel lonely and angry in the afterlife. A very dangerous thing for a spirit, as this can turn them into dark souls. Yes, afterlife bullying. <laughs> Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about it. We're here. We're on the ground floor of this topic. Afterlife bullying needs to stop. People, when you die and become a ghost, don't bully other ghosts. It's Just not, don't do it. It's not right. It's not right. And there's no need for it. You know? I mean, come on, grow up, get a life. I, I mean, not <laughs> get an afterlife. Don't, don't be like that. Stop turning them into dark souls. Yeah, what's your problem? Just let them live. Leave them be. It's not his fault he looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> he might just look funky because of how he died. You don't, you don't know someone else's afterlife. It's true. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> don't be a ghost bully. Um. So they feed on your energy in order to communicate through the board. So it's best not to contact darker entities who will affect your energy with theirs. This is why I tried to be there for him. I was kind to him, and he changed, promising to keep me company as I had done for him. I allowed him to connect to me, though I still don't really understand what that means. Okay, if you don't understand what that means, don't do it. Uh, don't do it. Yep. However, this story is about an entire... Uh, oh, an entity. <laughs> I read entirely. This story is about an entity that first called himself Secret. Oh. Yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> Hi, I'm Secret. <laughs> I'm your little secret. I won't repeat his real name. He was incredibly dark. As time went by, I found out he was a Nazi in, involved in and proud of many deaths in France. Despite me losing family in World War II, I had to keep sweet with him. It's helpful to joke around as they are less likely to act on any vitriol. I didn't want to. He was creepy and, yes, a fucking Nazi. Not my kind of guy. No shit. <laughs> One day, my stepdad tried to turn the bathroom light on. It wouldn't work. So he called my mom over. As soon as she touched it, the light switched on. They went back and forth testing this, making sure it wasn't just a coincidence. Many strange things happen in that house that defy logic. So even though it was creepy, they added it to the pile of weird stories and moved on. As I write this out and connect the dots, I realize that the reason might be because my stepdad is Jewish. Oh. I was suspicious, but again, it wasn't completely out of the ordinary for that house. Then the light started flickering. It was an old house, so it was just bothersome at first. I don't know who spoke to it first, but we quickly realized it was responding to us. We tested it by asking simple maths questions. This They must be British. Yes, they must be. One plus three, stuff maths. like that. It would never flicker outside of an answer. It was one flicker for no, two for yes. My mom and sister came to the conclusion that it was our late Nana, as the light said it was. I was reluctant to accept this theory due to the timing. I maintained a level of skepticism despite the conversations my family would have with the light. 
It was when I asked the whole family. Okay, let me <laughs> let me stop stop for one second. The whole family is in the bathroom talking to the light. That's normal. I think I think there's a gr- a greater issue at work here in the dynamics of this family. Um. So it was when I asked it to sing with me that I how is it going to sing with you? Sing with me. I <laughs> no doubt it was not a weird. Uh, a series of weird coincidences. I picked London Bridge as it's a pretty old and famous tune. I don't know, Fergie's not that old. <laughs> How come I'm the daddy coming So it, it flickered on every syllable in time with my singing and stopped as soon as I did. That was weird. No shit. (laughs) I threw a few names around, first asking if it was the boy. The answer was no. It was no to every name until I got to the Nazi. I just this Nazi Jim. (laughs) Nazi Nazi (laughs) Hans. I just continued joking as I did when using the board. After that, I didn't speak to the light and tried to tell my sister and mum to stop when we were out of the house. I never told them why. Other than I thought it was not a friendly thing. Thankfully, they stopped. Now I'm going to skip ahead. This is a really long story. Yeah, this is, if they want more Jen, I mean, yeah, this is not helping the cause. So, finish it out. Your energy is sacred. These activities oh. corrupt you, lead you to dark thoughts and traumatic events. The lady told us of... So this must be somebody he referenced in part of the story... The lady told us of her white witch friend who she would ask to send us peace and protection and asked us to look out for white feathers over the next few days. Me and my other friend saw white feathers. Mine was stuck to the front door of my house the next day. I don't know if I do believe in all that, but the, we believe in Ouija boards and Nazis and lights, um, but not feather, the sign of feathers. Um, but the friend who didn't entered a depression shortly after. If it's true, I certainly do feel guilty as I was the one doing it so much. It's a source of great shame for me. We didn't have any Ouija sessions from that point on. It's wise to listen to a witch. The light stopped flickering. Whether it's because we stopped entertaining him or the white witch did send us protection, I don't know. It's most likely the former as they feed off energy. I stopped talking to my little boy, though I did call out for him and wish him well in the house from time to time in case he was listening. I've never really felt any bad energy around me since, and I try to be a positive influence on the people around me. I try to be forgiving and kind. I'm grateful for what I have and do my best to uh, not ruin good things. And I notice white feathers a lot more now. Again, please don't do Ouija boards. They're bad for you, and I'm lucky that I dealt with it well and moved out of the creepy old house into a new building with no history... They may seem cool and entertaining. You may even want to make a joke out of it if you don't believe it's real. But they are, but they are vessels for evil. I don't know if my soul is still all mine. If what the spirit said slash threatened is true, just don't do it. They seem to be all right. Nothing real bad happened. The yeah. light flickered. It sang a song with it with yeah. them, like. What what what's so evil about that? Look, did I'm, you die though? Look, I'm just lonely <laughs> in the afterlife. <laughs> no one wants to be my friend because I was a Nazi. I was such a horrible Nazi. <laughs> no, no one here loves me. <laughs> 
I walk around, I wave at other ghosts, and they're like spit on the, <laughs> on the floor, right at my feet, or what used to be my feet. <laughs> ghost bullying. Yes. It's okay to bully ghost Nazis. I was already kind of a dark soul, <laughs> but now I'm thinking of becoming even more of a dark soul. <laughs> because of the bullying. <laughs> Look, all I can do is flicker these lights now. Look, this is it. That's that's all I have to live for or unlive for. I don't know how it works here. <laughs> no one will tell me. <laughs> all I can do is just goosh step around the house all day. <laughs> oh, Nazi Jim. <laughs> Crazy guy. So that was that was my story. But yeah, I mean, it's a little convoluted. It's a little Mm -hmm. involved. But I mean, this again, again, somebody playing with a Ouija board by themselves and getting convinced of a bunch of things. Like I said, I think maybe that family kind of believes in things a little too much. Yeah. But uh, I would not have thought, my first thought with a light flickering would not have been maybe that's a ghost. It would have been maybe we need to change the wiring, have an electrician come out. That's, we would always recommend, lights flicker, get an electrician. Mm -hmm. You find your water on, get a plumber. (laughs) Verify that there are no other causes first. Yes. And if there's no other explanations, then you can tell everyone you have a ghost. Correct. So what do you got for us, Jenny? This is the Mo Jenny Mo Problems (laughs) episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's see here. So here's a short one from Cute Effect 8825. My dad burned a Ouija board. Oh, big mistake. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, probably about four or five, I started having paranormal issues. My parents couldn't figure out what was going on until one day they did some searching in the house. In the garage, which the older lady that owned the house used as storage, they found a Ouija board. My parents, being the paranoid Christians they were, decided to light up the burn barrel. I barely remember the paranormal activity that happened before my parents found the Ouija board, but what happened while my dad burned it will be with me for the rest of my life. I remember hearing screams coming from the burn barrel, and in the burn barrel, or rather in the flames, I saw a person that looked to be a man. He had no facial features. It was rather a silhouette of what I made out to be a man. Ever since this, my family has had paranormal experiences off and on for the last 20 years. I've done much to overcome these issues and haven't had a paranormal experience in years, but I still feel that whatever came out of, the, of burning that board is still attached to my family. I haven't lived with my parents in years. In fact, since I left their religion, they will never speak to me again. I would like some advice on how to detach whatever has been attached to my family. I think you need to detach that family. They sound pretty crappy. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Dad just goes releasing demonic forces into your life. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to speak to her ever again because she left the religion. Well, you know, that that happens a lot. I guess. But anyway, yes. Now you're never supposed to burn the Ouija board. And if you do, it's supposed to scream. Lots of people have reported screaming from the burning board. Don't know about that. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it uh, opens a portal and you can't close it. So I don't actually do that. I actually saw in um, 
what was it? An episode, old episode of Ghost Adventures. They brought in, uh, they brought in like a, uh, you know, we throw the word shaman around, but he was he was like more like a like a uh, indigenous uh, medicine man, uh, like a Native American medicine man. And that guy said he's like he's like well water he's like water is sacred. He's like in their fate in whatever I forget what tribe he was. But water is sacred. He's like water. Water is always holy. He's like so you got to submerge it in water, you know. Mm. So they actually put it like in a tub of water and put a rock on top of it to hold it in the bottom so it wouldn't come up and float. And apparently the people said that all their activity in the house went away after that. But. You have to keep it there forever? Or, like, how long does it take to drown a Ouija board? Well, my recommendation would be, like, weight it down somehow and throw it in, like, a lake. <laughs> Guess. Or drop it down a well. That's a good idea. That might be how the wellhouse exorcism actually... <laughs> <laughs> There's a Ouija board yeah. in the well. PJ and Ch- I think they ought to check it out at mm-hmm. PJ and Shanna's house. Is there a Ouija board in the well? <laughs> That might have been the start of all their problems. Could be, could be. <laughs> all right, well, I have a longer one here. Okay. So this was posted by Luca Arwe. Scary Ouija board experience. This happened on my 14th birthday. I am 17 now. I had invited some close friends over, and we spent most of our time eating junk food and watching TV. After three or so, three or so movies, we decided we wanted to do something else. I had bought a Ouija board a few months back. I had bought an Ouija board (laughs) a few months back and wanted to try it out. I should probably mention that I was the only one who knew how it worked and what it was supposed to do. We all sat in a circle and each put one of our fingers on the planchette. We were six people or so in total. I spent five to ten minutes trying to explain how it worked and what was supposed to happen, answered some questions they had, and we were ready to go. We began with the question, is anyone else here with us? Nothing happened for a solid ten minutes, and we were starting to get impatient. We asked again. This time, after two minutes or so, the planchette started moving towards yes. At this point, everyone was making fun of the whole situation, and we were almost certain that one of us was moving it, because nothing was happening. We then asked, what's your name? Expecting something completely made up and funny, since one of us would have had to think of something on the spot. Raul. That's the name. (laughs) Raul. Raul. That's the name that still gives me chills to this day. We asked how old Raul was. The board spelled 25. We asked how he died. The board spelled car crash. After that, we decided this was getting too real and that we wanted to stop. But in spite of not asking anything, the planchette started to move. We all froze. We were waiting to see what it would spell. Jackie. After that, we decided it was time to stop. We said goodbye and put the board away. Later that night, an hour after everyone went home, I get a message from my friend. It was a link to an article. Under the link she had written, you're not going to believe this. I open the article and start reading. It was about a male car crash victim named... Can you guess? Raul. Raul. I can't remember his last name and tried to go back on messages with this friend to try and find the article, but I changed my phone number. Aged... 25. What really terrified me was that later in the article it was written that the person that was initially driving the car and also died in the car crash was his mother, Jackie. I still talk to my friends about this till this day, and to be honest, we still think that maybe it was one of us who was moving the planchette. 
I just wanted to share this experience with Reddit, but of course it's up to you to believe it or not. <laughs> they stole a little line there, huh? <laughs> but that's kind of cool. I thought they were going to say it was some some really smooth, badass like name like Jackie Raul. <laughs> oh. Jalo, I am Jackie Raul. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> a little pencil mustache. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, it's kind of neat. Like, it's kind of a... Uh, yeah, though, that's one of those experiences that kind of... Verified by yeah. outside facts. Yeah, kind of confirms, uh, you know, when you when when stuff like that happens, really happens, and there's no possible way that you could have known that, um, and that kind of stuff comes through, that's pretty amazing. But, you know, again, it, it does go back. I, I lean back and forth. Like, is it is it actually like the ghost of that that guy or is it one of them tapping into some psychic ability you know i'm not sure about that still almost one of them had read the article beforehand which is possible how would they know that it was raul do teenagers really read mother jackie the newspaper no exactly right so how would they be like they can't see your hand motions on the on the podcast, honey. But, they can't see but, all of that. But I'm moving them so expressively. <laughs> but anyway, so like, how could they be controlling it and like? Well, yeah, I don't think know, this I don't think somebody's. Don't yeah, I don't think one of them is manipulating yeah. it. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'll. Uh, I got a short but sweet one here. Uh, it's uh, from the Ouija boards Reddit. Uh, by Giada Acosta. Uh, it's titled, When Nothing Happens, Ellipses. Once I got a rather beautiful board, complete with planchette and everything. Oh, really? Isn't <laughs> that convenient? <laughs> Thank God, because, you know, you don't know how often I've gone to the store and bought a beautiful, I mean, wonderfully designed Ouija board. And opened it up, and it says planchette not included. Not included, and I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> Taken again. They don't tell you you gotta buy it separately. They have them on a rack next to the batteries. Yeah, <laughs> just planchettes. <laughs> um, I tried it various times alone in my room. Again, alone. What? You, what is wrong with you people? Uh, I still was living with my mother. Nothing happened. N-O-T-H-I-N-G. Zero. I love this story. Any suggestion to make this stuff function? (laughs) Consider that I want to go on solo. I have no available friends to participate. Aww. So sad. (laughs) Poor Giada Costa. She keeps buying Ouija boards with no planchettes. Maybe her mom will join in with her or something. I don't know... I don't know that her mom, I don't get the sense her mom (laughs) even knows this is going on. But yeah, any suggestion to make. So if, if anybody out there listening has a suggestion for Giada Acosta on the Ouija boards, Reddit, uh, how, how do you make this shit function? Make some friends and have more people. Well, I want the listeners to give me their best ideas on how Giada Acosta can make this shit function. (laughs) 
hit us up at liminalunlimited at gmail.com and let us know what is Giada doing wrong? What is she doing wrong? We'll share your answers. We'll share your answers episode. on the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was a little shorty. Let me let me look up. Here's another little short one. Uh, this is by No Way Seventy Fifty Nine. Time skipping. This happened many years back, but I was just thinking about it, and I was wondering if this had happened to anyone else. I can't find much about it on the internet. Me and some friends were playing on the board. And three plus hours of time passed. It felt like less than 30 minutes. There was uh, past very paranormal activity in this house. Me and my two other friends must have been 14 at the time. And we had previously done the board countless times. Guys, if you're going to do the board, (gasps) use protection. (laughs) By friends, siblings... Friends, friends, siblings. So my friends, I guess, brother or sister, had con- had conjoined dreams that night as well. In her brother's version, he was floating along the ceiling and had seen us playing on the board. So basically, they're describing weird stuff happened, but the weirdest thing was, to their perception, it was only like a half hour. And then when they finally looked at the clock when they were done, over three hours had passed. So, aliens can communicate <laughs> telepathically, right? That's the theory. Yes. Can you communicate with aliens through the Ouija board? We, this is funny because... Um, I just thought of that. The, the Newkirks, uh, uh, Greg and Dana Newkirk, Paranormal Investigators, they have a wonderful podcast, by the way. I'll actually, I will actually name drop Haunted Objects. The Haunted Objects podcast. It's super collector. fun. And uh, they uh, use a lot of um, the uh, Estes method where they get the spirit box and then like Dana will put on the headphones, the noise canceling headphones, and then a blindfold and just listen to the loop, the, the static loop of the the spirit box, which is basically just a glorified radio that mm-hmm. just it just but all it does is scan like you don't stop on a station it just scans repeatedly through the radio stations and most people use it because they think that it's a way to communicate with ghosts that the ghosts can manipulate the 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 static bands skipping by and give you words and messages but they have had crazy experiences where um they believe that instead of talking to spirits, they've been actually contacted by ultra-dimensional mm. beings. That's cool. Um, and one of one of the things is they they always know, and because it's always weird shit. It's not like it's not like ghosty messages. Like you know, if you watch a lot of paranormal investigation shows, you kind of know what the ghosty. It's usually like one word or I died. Yeah, I died. Get you out. know. Um, I was hanged. Uh, but when you get these messages from these supposed ultra-dimensionals, it's always shit like, what is your time signature? You know? <laughs> like, Bleep, blorp, bloop. We will see you in time. You know, all this kind of weird stuff. Um, so, if, you know, if, you're, if, if all the Estes method is doing is kind of, part of it is opening up your own mind or energy to to you know 
receive these things, mm -hmm. uh, these messages, what if doing the same thing on a week, what if you actually tried, that would be kind of fun. I don't, I'm not going to do it. But be, I think we should. It'd be kind of fun to try using a Ouija board, but specifically just try to contact ultra dimensionals. That's what I'm saying. And see if they could communicate in that way, because all you're doing is opening up your psychic Well, because ghosts are energy. in another dimension. True. I mean, so why not aliens? I and say true. I say true like that's true. Fact, but yes. As but you will. That could explain the time loss. That could, that they were like, they actually like, you know, got like zoned by the, the, you know, ultra dimensional forces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They got brain zoned. That's what I'm going to call that now. Brain zoned? They got brain zoned. Y'all been brain zoned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Taser face. TM. <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby. What, All do you, right. what do you got? Ouija board picked correct lottery numbers. Oh, right. From <laughs> Ms. Guttered. Ms. Guttered. Okay. In 1989, I was 19 and living with my twin sis. We had a friend over for hours and got out the Ouija board out of boredom. No TV, no cell phones at that time. Talked to a kid who said he died by drowning, asked him several things, then got the idea to ask for the lottery numbers. We were all poor. He gave us numbers, and uh, I and our friend drove about five minutes to the nearest gas station. We filled out the numbers, and when we handed them to the cashier, he looked at them and said, You think they're going to repeat? What? They just drew these numbers 15 minutes ago. Uh, went back home, freaked out, used the board three more nights. Those times we got to the store before the drawings were made. All three times we had three of the numbers, but only enough to get a free ticket. No money. The kid said... He wanted to show us his powers, but couldn't affect anything in our life to win us money. The first time he knew we would be late, and the other three times he let us get three numbers because he knew we would only get another ticket, no money. When we asked if there were only good people where he was, he said no, good and bad people, and that he was often scared. Yeah. Yeah, that, when, that almost even says, like, oh, is it actually, like... Is that actually a ghost, or is that another th like time thing? Yeah, how would he know the numbers otherwise? Mm -hmm. How would a ghost just know the numbers? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right. Why all are you asking me? All right, honey. We got a. Uh, all right, Jennifer. We got a big scene. Uh, we're gonna need. Uh, we're gonna need three different takes on. The next line, I don't know. Can you give us three three takes, quick succession? Uh, give us one kind of quizzical. Give us another angry. And the other one kind of um, scared. Can you do that? All right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And see. Acting. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Another one? Sure. All right. So this was posted by Virtual Head. <laughs> Got a virtual head. It's better There's than like the rest. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like 12 Vs. 
virtual head. Or what if it's what if it's virtual head? Like he's burst into the room. And this is from the oh, yeah. glitch in the matrix. Reddit. Okay. An odd story of my dad's. My dad has always been big on the paranormal, but his passion for ghost hunting has died down ever since he married my crazy mother, who cannot stand anything paranormal because it's satanic and witchcraft. Anyway, when his grandmother, who was absolutely crazy about my dad, died, my father was about 21 at the time and in the Air Force, my father decided to go to a local pub that used to be a jail of some sorts and decided to do a Ouija board session in one of the unused cells. According to him... He asked if he could speak to his recently deceased grandmother. Right after asking the right after asking, the planchette shot across the room and the board flipped itself over. My father gathered his board and planchette and ran off. Later that night, about eleven PM, my father decided to go to sleep. He set his answering machine note, this is an older answering machine that used cassettes. The cassette had been used about four or five times, so every time a message went through it was very staticky. Uh, to where it would pick up automatically and turn the phone and machine on silent. Not but 15 minutes later, he gets a call. The phone rings eight times before the machine picked up, and clear as crystal, his grandmother's voice comes on and says, Scott, I wanted to let you know that I'm doing fine, and I will be watching over you. I love you. My dad jumps out of bed and plays the tape back. It was nothing but static. Wow. Right. I just imagine the guy though in part of the story he picks up the board and the planchette and it says he runs home. I just imagine picking up and going <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did. You guys suck. That's possible. No, that's uh that's, that's a good that, one. If true, that's creepy. Yeah. That's really creepy. Right. Right. So uh should I tell that one story that I didn't tell for the first episode? Uh yeah. Okay, so uh, I was in college, and I think it had to have been like, I think it was like my junior year or something. Might have been my senior year. Um, but one of my friends from back home started attending Lycoming, and uh, I was hanging out with her and her roommate, and they had like a, a couple of guys that they were chatting with and everything they were all right guys and um we were hanging out the one night and we got to telling i think it was probably around october ish and we were we got to telling stories and talking about using ouija boards you know years before and ghosts and things and i was like they, they they were like well do you still have your ouija board do you have it here at school and i was like well yeah yeah it's back in my in my dorm room and they said well you know, could we use it? And I said, sure. And then they got the bright idea that they wanted to go to a cemetery. They wanted to really do something spooky. Oh, you're not supposed to do it in a cemetery. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a demon. <laughs> do it in a cemetery. <laughs> do it. <laughs> so they uh they wanted to they wanted to be really spooky for like halloween's coming and everything so um one of the guys was like oh i know this like small cemetery it's not too far away and it's like there's never anybody out at the cemetery it's like not watched at night and it's not on main roads or whatever so we we could go there and reasonably not worry about 
getting caught by somebody. <coughs> and um, so we go out and we find the little cemetery and we start walking around the cemetery looking for a good place to do this Ouija board session. And I was like, it's my Ouija board. I went along just because uh, my friend and, and her friends wanted me to come along. And I was not planning on playing on it or anything. And I didn't actually touch it at any point. So we're walking around in the cemetery trying to find a place to do it. And we just happened to find a grave where the stone was not like your standard headstone. And it wasn't a monument. It was a big flat slab about the size of a coffin. That's weird. Yeah, and it had the name, the dates, and everything etched on it. That's really weird. Right. So, like (laughs) you do. Perfect. Yeah, let's put it right on the slab. Great idea. And do the Ouija board session. So, they start doing their thing and they're talking or whatever and they start getting movement on the board and I'm just like I have like a little flashlight I'm just like mulling around the edge of it you know shining the flashlight on the board but then I'm also like looking at you know some of the nearby headstones and things and at some point they're getting like information they're getting like you know weird stuff about um you know, supposedly from the person whose headstone it was. And they're getting, like, just little words, like one-word answers, and I don't even remember any of that because it wasn't, like, super important stuff. Um, wasn't anything particularly particularly scary. But then, at some point, as they're communicating with whatever, whoever this is, whoever the... I don't even remember... remember I wouldn't say the name on the stone even if I did because, I, you know, I'm not going to blast that out. Um, but I don't remember the name on the stone, but it starts going to the number two. It does like a, the planchette does this big circle around the the board and then goes to the number two and it keeps doing it. Every time they don't ask a question, it's going in a big circle and back to the number two every single time. So just repeatedly two, 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 and they would ask a question. It would be like, yes. Two, two, two. Uh, you know, what's where, what's so and so? And they, you know, they'd spell out a word, then two, two, two. Maybe he died on the toilet. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, anyway. I don't know. So, they're like, we're all kind of wondering what this two thing is about. It keeps repeating. It keeps doing it repeatedly, the number two. And I'm looking around. I'm shining my flashlight on these nearby stones and stuff. And there's like two smaller little markers nearby where this big slab stone is. And I happen to walk over and I look at the markers. And the markers have the same last name as the person that were you know, defiling their grave (laughs) and disturbing their peaceful slumber. (laughs) And it has the same last name. So I'm like, oh, these must be like his kids. And this is that this was the part where it got weird and freaked us all out. And then we like stopped and left. 
because none of us had looked at these stones prior to this. This was just, I found this. I'm not even touching the board. And this guy had two sons who died two years apart, who both died at the age of two. No way. <laughs> yes way. And, um, and yeah, and there, I do, the one part I do remember is the, the conversation they were having with the gentleman who was buried in this plot had, and I never verified this. I never looked it up. So I don't know if this is on the up and up or not, but we noticed his wife wasn't buried there. Hmm. And this person alluded to that the cause of the death of the two boys was the mother. Damn. And that's why she wasn't buried there with them. So that was kind of fucked up. Wow. But yeah, that was weird. It was like Hmm. just repeatedly just going back to the number two. And it was like he was trying to tell us the whole time i had two boys Mm -hmm. they were both two and they died two years apart like just repeating you know or as if to just over and over again my two boys my two boys my Mm -hmm. two boys you know yeah wow yeah so we packed up the board after that (laughs) and got the hell out of there and we like we did and we did say like you know we're sorry like that's what i just remembered that as i'm talking about it we said we're sorry to have like bothered you and you know, and all this kind of stuff. And I remember it did spell out it's okay. Hmm. You know, so that, I, that was, that was the one thing that just popped back into my head. Cool. So, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my little story. I don't think I've ever seen a headstone like that. It's just like a I yeah, seen like just, little flat mark. No, it was not like a big, it was the slab. size of the grave, big flat slab. Yeah. yeah, not really decorated either. It was just, I mean, it had like maybe like a, like a mitered edge or whatever, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't de- decorated except for the name and the dates. Hmm. So cray cray. Yeah. Cool. So what else you got, honey? This is from Madamim Twenty. From the paranormal subreddit. Don't mess with Ouija boards. Don't That's mess. What they all say. Don't mess with the lords of hell. Don't mess with Ouija boards. <laughs> <laughs> what? That doesn't make any sense. No. No, it doesn't. Anybody out there that is a fan of Adventures in Babysitting will get that reference. Oh, I'm a fan and I did not get that reference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the guy says, don't mess with yeah. the lords of hell. And she goes, don't, don't mess with the, the babysitter. babysitter. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> what I did. Don't mess with Ouija boards <laughs> is not, that didn't work, honey. I'm sorry. sorry. Better luck next time. Yep. Anywho. <laughs> my junior year of high school, I went to a party where the host eventually brought out a Ouija board. I was big into paranormal stuff then, but I didn't know the dangers one of those boards could hold. Typical questions were asked, but it started to get incredibly dark in my vision, even though the lights were on. It didn't seem to help any. The last being, how old will I be when I die? Not supposed to ask that. Everyone got traditional numbers, except for me. It just went to zero, then one, then zero, then one. 
It bounced back and forth between those two numbers until someone just shook the piece and said it was being stupid. Yes. At that point, I just stopped playing. It weirded me out. Now, I have a pretty good sense of things. I can sense and normally see beings or ghosts. He showed up to me during one of my classes, not even a few weeks later. She's being, like, extremely loud. <laughs> Lucy! <laughs> she, her eyes are open and she's still doing Lucy, it. Lucy! You're so noisy! <clears throat> I just imagined it as, like, a creepy, like, door yeah. creaking open <laughs> repeatedly. All right, uh... So he showed up to me during one of my classes, not even a few weeks later. At first, he felt like comfort, like a protector, but I would learn that was not the case. Weird things in our home would happen. Drawers opening, whispers, shadows, lights in places where they shouldn't be, books moving, but at night it would be worse. He would stand in front of my door and the fear would just ooze out of him and his form would change. I have no doubt that he was downright evil. I began to deal with this for a couple of years till I met my now husband. We got our first home and things began to escalate. Now keep in mind we had a small rental, about 400 square feet total. So standing in the living area, you could see really any point of the house. That's really tiny. That is. Footsteps, breathing, whispers became the norm. At the time, my soon-to-be husband was a practicing Wiccan and had blessed our home, but forgot about the porch and outer walls. We would hear scratches on the walls, knocking on the door and windows. People had seen my attachment as a shadow, and everyone stated he was tall and built like a brick house, that he felt just outright bad. Oh, it's okay for you to do it. <laughs> uh, that he felt just outright bad and would always go back into the room I was in. My husband had tried to banish him, and it did not go well. You see, my husband worked the closing shift and would get home about 3.30 a.m. There was a road he would have to take that was very haunted as well. Lots of accidents and right next to a good-sized river. One night he got home and he was extremely pale and sweating. I knew something happened, but he wouldn't tell me, as at the time he didn't want me to worry. After about a week, he finally told me that driving on that road that night, his brakes failed and he couldn't stop. He was going about 60 miles per hour and the wheel began to jerk out of his hands towards the river. He had to use all his strength to keep that car on the road, which was curvy already to begin with, because the wheel was just yanking so hard towards the river. Spoiler alert, the brakes were fine the next day, and the wheel was not having any issues. When he told me this had happened, I finally said that enough was enough. If evil could exist, so could good, and I started taking him with me to, to a church that my parents were going to. I gave myself to God, told the entity that it was not welcome and needed to leave, and the haunting stopped. For the first time in years, my home was quiet, and it has stayed that way, even though I have stopped going to church for the most part. We no longer live in that house and have even moved out of state, but even our new home is quiet and kind. The only spirit that visits is my fur baby, Solo, who we said goodbye to last year. From my experiences, don't play with Ouija boards. It nearly cost my love's life in the long run. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you gotta give up that, that, you gotta give up your evil Wiccan ways. Right. Get right with God. <laughs> Go to church. Well, you know, and it's one of those things where, um, you know, I think I think what what she did at the end of the story is what you should always do. You know, it doesn't necessarily so much have to do with any specific faith, although having faith in something, uh, I'm sure, helps with the force of your intention. But if you put it out there, if you blast that energy out into the space that you're in, 
and say, look, this is my space Mm -hmm. and you are not welcome in my space you know from corner to corner door to door window to window floor to floor this is (laughs) this is our place and you're not welcome here i think if you if you reinforce that and you really believe believe it and you and you come at it without fear that that is the best thing that you can do if you believe that you have some sort of a haunting or infestation or whatever the case may be. But yeah, I mean, you know, sage is nice, you know, but I've even heard, you know, medicine men uh, say that, you know, it's what is behind that. It right. has, it has a deep, it has a deeper meaning than just burning an herb mm-hmm. right. <laughs> in right. your house. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah. Weird. But honey, let me ask you this question. Has an entity spoken to you without using the board? Mm, I don't think so. Well, that's what this next Reddit, I think, is going to answer. I mean, isn't that just a (laughs) ghostly voice or something? This is supposed to be about Ouija boards. (laughs) So this is from uh, the Ouija boards Reddit. And it's from Violet Moon 08. Oh, I like that. So, Violet Moon says, My best friend and I used a board yesterday. The weirdest thing happened, and I need to know if this has happened to anyone else. Also, to get an idea of what may have happened. And here's here's another. My best friend is a Wiccan. Mm-hmm. And we have used the board many times. I added Wiccan here because she brings in a lot of pure energy and typically repels bad entities from the board. So she's like, you know, hey guys, hey board, we're just here to like chit chat. Be cool, okay? (laughs) (laughs) We also clear the space and make sure we are only going in with clear intention. So, you know, I would say so far, good. Mm -hmm. They're they're doing it right. They're supposed to do. They're doing it right. Um... My boyfriend joined us earlier in the day, but he had passed out on the couch. I need to add that he is someone who doesn't typically move a lot in his sleep or make sounds. So he's a quiet sleeper. Um, Back to the story. So we were using the board and an entity came through who called himself Michael and said he was a little child. Don't ever believe it. It's Uh, never a child. It's never a child. It was going surprisingly fast, but suddenly stopped. We were a bit confused, and my friend glanced over to my boyfriend. She noticed he was smiling, and I mean this weird smile that would almost be painful. Kind of like the movie smile. Yeah. Another way to describe it would be a little kid that is trying to be really cheeky. I turned and looked at him to see that face. We asked the board something, and his mouth moved. We're under the belief that the entity was trying to talk through him at one point we asked what his favorite animal was and after a while we figured out that he had uh we figured out that he had mouth me i think they they screwed up when they were typing (laughs) um i think they were trying to say that he mouthed it Mm -hmm. um and then proceeded to give that smile i have a video of this and if i can figure out a way to upload it uh here Uh, if needed. 
Once we closed the board, my boyfriend physically relaxed. And I have a video of this too. We woke him up and he had no idea what we were talking about. And he is not someone who could have stuck to a joke that long. Uh, we're extremely sure that he wasn't mess messing with us. Has this happened to anyone else or does anyone know what happened? Yeah. So it sounds like they're they're talking about there was like a partial possession mm -hmm. that seemed That's to happen weird. when they were, which again, not a little kid. Nope. Not a little kid. <laughs> it's never a little kid. Yeah, like like a little kid would totally be like, yeah, I'm going to put on this creepy smile and try and possess your boyfriend, you know, like. Yeah. Nah. Ooh, nah. I don't like that. So you got any uh, any other stuff for us, honey? Uh-huh. Yep. Okay, so this one is from Jen Jen KXO 096. Oh, you should totally steal that. I know. Ouija mistake. Oh, yeah. So I really don't tell this story because the thought of it makes me uneasy. It's something I don't tell people. Not even my fiancé knows. He wouldn't believe me. But I thought I'd share it here. So here I goes. Fuck it. Give me anxiety. <laughs> but okay. Here I go. Here I go. Here I go. <laughs> no. Stop. Don't sing. Here I go. Uh, <laughs> Man. Okay. Oh, now you got me started. Okay. All right. Focus. Straight up. Wait up. <laughs> so my friend and I wanted to make a Ouija, make an Ouija board. Why do people do that? Because it starts with a vowel. Uh, and try to communicate with the dead. I think we were 13 or 14 at the time. We made one out of a piece of paper and we used a guitar pick as the thingy that moves. Sorry, I don't remember the name of it at the moment. It's a planchette. But anyways. We <laughs> it's were... a planchette noob. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, we were playing with the homemade board in my bedroom because if my parents knew they would kill me, we asked your typical questions and it didn't move. Then it started moving and honestly, I thought my friend was just moving it. I'm pretty sure he was. We each had a finger on it. We decided to give up and go for a walk and play at the creek down the street. I realized now that I'm older, we never said goodbye. We left the guitar pick in the middle of the board and when I came back, it was on yes. I really just didn't think anything of it. I was an ignorant child that didn't know what I was really messing with. This is the part that's hard to talk about. So that night I laid down to go to sleep and I started to feel uncomfortable. So I got up and opened my bedroom door. Then I laid back down and after a while I fell asleep. All of a sudden my bedroom door slams shut. I nearly shit myself. I quickly stood up and ran to the door and opened it. I was shaking and about to cry. My parents yelled at me for the door slamming. So I piled a bunch of stuff in front of the door to prevent it from slamming again. I laid back down in my bed and eventually fell asleep again. I wake up sweating and my heart is racing and I feel nothing but pure fear. Then I get a feeling there is something at the end of my bed. All of a sudden I see footsteps, imprints on my mattress coming towards me. I screamed and jumped out of bed and ran downstairs and told my father what I did and what happened. He took a Bible, went upstairs and read some verses and blessed my room. I didn't sleep at all that night. I kept my bedroom light on. My father was pissed, but he didn't tell my mother. We haven't spoken about it since. I'm not a huge believer in God, but I know whatever was in my room was evil, and I will never touch an Ouija board ever again. I have learned a lot about them since. They are not something to mess with, especially if you don't know how to properly use them. 
I was a stupid child, but I guess it's an interesting story for others. I also have comforting spirit stories as well. Yo, that door slammed and I almost shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah, always say goodbye. Yep. Always say goodbye. Never say all goodbye. Right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Hmm. So what do you what do you think about that one first, honey? What do you what uh I mean Yeah, I guess I mean it's hard to say if the two instances are connected because when they tried using the homemade Ouija board it didn't really do anything and she thinks her friend was moving it. But then that night all this weird stuff starts happening. But it's kind of coincidental that it would happen on the same day. Pretty weird. Well, now, the, the footsteps on the mattress coming towards her is pretty freaky. The way I always thought about it was um, that uh, it's kind of a little silly, but it, it's it's a little like um, the movie Insidious, where it's uh, they they kind of talk about in that movie that like when you do these things, sometimes it may have, and, and this is part of being careful about it and going into it with the right intentions and understanding or knowing, you know, something about what you're trying to do and, and the possible repercussions of that is because I always imagined it like you're turning on a flashlight in a completely dark, like in a, like in a field at night. And it's so dark. It's so pitch black that that flashlight almost can be like a spotlight you know you're you're gonna see it Mm -hmm. or a lantern or whatever and a beacon a beacon and what and what happens is i think that sometimes you can draw something to you Mm -hmm. that you like the experience that i had with my friends at um our other friend's house out on the patio you know on the deck you can sometimes draw something to you and you have to be very careful about you know, what you're doing because you need to be prepared for that possibility, you know, and then you have to know what to do after that. Mm-hmm. So that's possible that they like, just by trying to do it, even if it was unsuccessful for the most part, just trying to do it lit a little bit of a beacon up right. and then something came. That's my thought. Sounds about right. I'm glad we agree. <laughs> so what you got? Oh, uh, let's see. <clears throat> uh, my friends and I used a Ouija board and a glass ashtray busted in half. In half? In half. This is Man. from Creepy Total 8241. Man, we Ouija'd so hard it busted that ashtray in half. That's right. <laughs> So when I was in high school, my friends and I were into really spooky shit that we had no business messing around with. We would visit cemeteries at night, go to our small town's local haunt spots to try and stir up any urban legends, but the story I'm about to tell made us quit cold turkey trying to seek out the paranormal. One night, we were over at our friend's century-old home. I mean, it was old and creaky and the perfect setting for a night of Ouija. We brought it out, and for the first half hour, nothing insane happened. Just some movement from the planchette. 
that's usually what happens with a Ouija board. Then, feeling smug, I asked the spirits what my middle name was. The thing is, my middle name is literally made up by my parents. It's not a real name. No one in the circle knew, let alone could spell my middle name. There was literally no way someone could even guess it. But the board knew. It spelled my middle name perfectly, and I could feel my heart fall into my gut. Keep in mind, my hands were not on the planchette, so I couldn't have moved it myself. Everyone laughed because what a silly middle name that would be, but I had to confess that it was mine, and the color drained from everyone's face. Dick All- Cheese. <laughs> Your middle name is Dick Cheese? Yeah, it's, it's spelled D-I-C-C-H-Q-E-U-Z. <laughs> all of a sudden a glass ashtray that was sitting a few feet away on the coffee table split clean in two and we were done we left the house to go stay somewhere else and fortunately i have never experienced anything that terrifying again come on dick cheese we're out of here It's pronounced dishes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Lordy Lord. Yeah, whatever, Dick Cheese. <laughs> Let's go. Jeez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, Kyle has amused himself. My name, my name is Jackie Deshez Raul. <laughs> I'm making it up. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this will be my last one. This is okay. the last one I have. Uh, it's from uh, the Paranormal Reddit uh, from Haunted Old Elevators. That's actually a very, a very cool name. I think that sounds like they got to pick that one. Mm-hmm. My real, capital R E A L experience with a demon all caps, through Ouija board. It spells God backwards and then ellipses. Ellipses? Yeah, the dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I know what ellipses are. (laughs) So, my real experience with an evil spirit, they had to say it again, my real experience (laughs) with an evil spirit years ago through a Ouija board. At the time when I was 18 years old, I was introduced to the Ouija board through my mother. Mom is like, mom's trying to sacrifice you to (laughs) Lucifer. I was fascinated by it. While first using it, I always asked my mother if she moved it because I knew I was not moving the planchette. She would say, no, I'm not moving it. So I imagine she sounds. (laughs) Neither was I. As some weeks went by, I was obsessed with the reality of responses we got from the board. At the time, I innocently thought it was some power I had. Ha ha ha. I was so wrong. (laughs) With my intense curiosity, I asked it, air quotes, whoever you are, do you believe in God? Not supposed to be asking about God, according to that one Mm -hmm. uh, superstition. Mm -hmm. The pointer would move in constant figures of eight, never answering, playing with me. Several minutes later, I asked, how do you spell God? Then plan- the planchette quickly spelled it backwards in blasphemy and anger. God backwards is, in case you haven't figured it out, honey, dog. dog. The we bounty hunter. 
No, I'm saying they're stupid by thinking people couldn't figure out what God backwards was. They actually like told God backwards is dog. Like, wow, you fucking blew my mind, haunted old elevators. Blasphemous. So a mockery, an insult, hatred, in my observation. (laughs) They're like a mockery, an insult, hatred, just in my observation. While I do not have the evidence anymore or video proof, at the time the following really happened as well. I got a standard size sheet of paper with a pen held through the pointer with my left hand and my mother's hand loosely yet securely holding the pen so they're doing automatic writing now, not just Ouija board. Uh, I sounds like mom's a spiritualist. That's mm-hmm. what it sounds to me. I asked it, can you please draw how you look? Bad question, bad idea. Shortly after, the pointer with the pen began moving very slowly with intelligent, geometrical, precise line segments. Starts and stops, starts and stops, not making sense at first. I asked my mother, are you moving this? And she said, no, (laughs) neither was I. The speed picked up, and by the time it was done drawing, a perfect five-point pentagram with devil horns and eyes with with snake-like slits in it was revealed. Very evil looking. Words do not convey what we saw and experienced. Believe what you want. I know the reality. I have experienced and many other experiences as well. I hope you enjoyed reading this. This real short experience that I had. Thanks for reading. (laughs) Smiley face. XOXO. Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty weird. So, yeah. So... Dog, the bounty hunter. No. <laughs> no, so apparently uh, if if you if you write the word dog in, in a hateful way, that's blasphemy against God. And well, I mean, you know, if you ask it to spell God and it does it backwards, that's kind of... I mean, maybe it's dyslexic. Maybe it's a dyslexic ghost and you shouldn't be bullying it for its... You know, learning difficulties. What if it's an ancient spirit whose people worshipped dogs? Like, Mm -hmm. there was like a nature religion, Mm -hmm. and the dog was the primary symbol of their deity. You don't know. You know, this this person just shitting all over their beliefs. Yeah, bullying a ghost. It's all about perspective. Now they're a dark soul. Mm -hmm. Now Now you created a dark soul. How do you feel about that? You dog hating <laughs> person. How do you feel? You just created a dark soul. What does that say about you? Don't judge. What does that you say about know. you? Yeah. You don't know his life. <laughs> Afterlife. He could be praying to dogs. You don't know. Our dogs are pretty great. I wouldn't. Maybe we pr- should start a religion. No. With George. As George would be the laziest god <laughs> I that know. ever existed. All you'd have to do is bring him treats and give him, give him tummy scratches, and you'd be set. <laughs> no, but he'd be like the it'd be like a, a living hell because it would be un, unending tummy scratches. That's true. Yeah, can't ever stop. It's kind of already like that. You'd like waste away, <laughs> like ho- you'd be this hollow-eyed. <laughs> Husk of a human, like, am I done, God? 
Not yet. <laughs> My paw's still up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, uh, yeah, we were talking about making this like a, a bit of a short episode. So, <laughs> Too late. Um, how about uh, you got one more like really good one to, to round us out here? How about John McCain Ouija board encounter? What? <laughs> I know, right? This is from Youngest Buck from Mill. Okay. Oh. So this happened to me around a week after John McCain had passed. My friend, whose house we were at, is a huge believer in spirits and such and has played multiple times in the same room. He sparked me... I thought that said spanked. (laughs) (laughs) He sparked me and two of our other friends' interests when he told us a story of how his friend, who wasn't even playing, just watching, began crying because his grandfather's spirit was communicating through the board. Apparently, the board was saying things that only the family of the grandfather would know. My friend, whose house we were in, also believes that his house has many spirits, good spirits in it. His parents have even had a medium come in to look at a haunted grandfather clock that they got from a 9-11 auction. It's a 9-11 auction. And the medium... Are they, well, are, they, are they talking about September 11th? I have no idea. Was there a grandfather clock? <laughs> Involved in 9-11? I don't think so. Maybe it's somebody who owned, who died in 9-11 and owned a grandfather clock. And now the clock is haunted. I don't know, honey. That's just what it says. It says 9-11 auction. If I died in some horrible, like, international catastrophe, I would not... Auctioning off all your shit. I would not be haunting my grandfather clock. (laughs) Just saying. Just saying. Anyway, the medium did believe it to be haunted. Personally, I was skeptical. Before the two nights I'm going to talk about, I really wasn't a believer in spirits. So me and three friends, who I'm very close with and would trust with anything, decided to play. So the first night we played, we were with the grandkid of the supposed grandpa that we had been speaking to, but he was not playing again. Me and three other friends played and once again got into contact with the guy's grandpa. I was very skeptical at this point, thinking maybe my friend was just pranking us. On this night, the spirit didn't say anything meaningful and nothing was too shocking. Now the next night we played was when things went much further. Once again, me and the same three other friends played along with another one of my close friends, this time without the extra person not playing. The additional friend that joined us is also very spiritually in tune and has had many other Ouija experiences. The first spirit to contact us said he was from the KKK in Kentucky from the 1800s. I didn't think too much as my friends brushed it off as a spirit that was just lying. A few other spirits visited, giving us information that we tried to research, but nothing would come up. At this point, we were already at least an hour and a half into it, and we were just talking to random spirits, maybe like two or three of them in total. We kept playing and began talking to another random person. However, when we asked why the spirit was speaking to us, the board spelled out warning. Obviously, at this point, we're a little freaked, but we keep going. When asked what the warning was, the board spelled out WW3. Yes, World War III. We ended up asking a bunch of questions, talking to the spirit for probably around 45 minutes. In summation, this spirit from the board said World War III is going to happen in 2023. Because Trump will be reelected. <laughs> this is from four years ago. So that didn't happen, obviously. Yeah. So maybe World War III isn't going to happen this year. Although... 
can't rule it out. Um, I'm going to say debunked. <laughs> then when we asked what we could do to prevent this, the board spelled out vote. We thought we were maybe just getting trolled by a spirit, so we said goodbye. So thankful, thankfully, voters, we have foiled World War Three by voting for Biden. So good job. All right, we started playing again, this time another random spirit communicating with us. We asked if we could speak to, I don't know what this means, Tentacion, and the spirit said he's busy working with God. My two other friends that have previous Ouija experiences have already tried this and have always received similar answers in return. I don't know if that's like a known entity or something. I don't know. Yeah, I've never know heard that of that. Is. I'll have to Google that. So... We decided to ask for John McCain instead, due to his recent passing at the time. R.I.P. To our surprise, John McCain responded. Obviously being a skeptic, the first thing I ask is, can you tell us something that proves it's really you? The board responds by spelling out Cindy, his wife's name. Although none of us are, polit although none of us are political enough to know John McCain's wife's name off the bat, I'm sure at least a couple of us had recently read her name in an article or the news. He also said veteran, but that's very common knowledge about John McCain. So this obviously wasn't solid enough evidence due to the idiometer effect or any other subconscious effects that could have been in play. I then asked if there was something very specific he could tell us about himself that few people knew. The board responded with Disney. Look up John McCain Disney and look at the first result on Google. John McCain is cousins to Walt Disney. During this, my friend's brother came down and looked it up for us while we were still talking to the board and told us. Obviously, I didn't know that prior to this night, and everyone else in the room said they didn't either. John McCain then proceeded to tell us that he was here to try and warn us about a future mass shooting with over 70 dead that will happen in Milwaukee of November of 2021. Don't know if that happened. And World War III will start in 2023, like the earlier spirit said, when Russia begins by firing nukes. It could happen, people. Make makeshift made from the top of a fast food soda lid <laughs> i think they mean planchette was moving so quickly and powerfully to me the scariest part was when the lid actually started spinning each person has two fingers on it so you would have to move your elbows and fingers if you wanted to spin it but we were all just following the pendant entire arm still we barely applied any pressure to the pendant i saw each of us accidentally lift up our fingers a little bit as the pendant was moving with so much force before this night, I was truly not a believer, but after this, I definitely am. We will be trying it again over winter break and maybe even play it by the haunted clock. Yeah, I would not I would not believe, like, I don't care what the thing tells me if it comes on there and says they're Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> There's no way that I can verify that. The only thing that you can ever really do is verify... You know, like like we've talked about, and like one pe one of the people in another story did. You ask a question that only you know the answer to, while you are not touching the board or anything. And if the if the the board spells out the right answer, then you can verify that you must be talking to someone, like some actual thing, you know, that knows this information somehow, mysteriously. But to try and prove that it's like a famous person or or something like that, that's really right. That's really, uh, to my mind, impossible. You know. Yeah, and I'm not finding anything that says he's related to Walt Disney. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. 
What do you think, honey, on this little mini Ouija board episode we did? I mean, it's interesting, you know? Like, none of these stories are, like, really earth-shattering or, you know, it's not like, I don't know, we played the Ouija board and my friend died or anything. You know, it's all very subjective and... Yeah, we just could we, be could be something, could be your imagination. Who, who knows? Yeah, we just we just thought it'd be fun because we didn't get to really cover a lot of the the uh, wide world of Ouija, Ouija, wide world of Ouija, Ouija. Um, that's out there on the previous episode, and um, and I mean, yeah, like after reading these, like my opinions haven't changed or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I still uh, feel uh, as I stated in the previous episode. That it's a bad intention. Um, you can't ever take it too seriously. Because if you try yeah. to take it too seriously, it's, you're just going to twist yourself up into knots. And there's something going on. But just because there's something going on, because sometimes it uh, looks like a real phenomena of some kind, doesn't mean that every time you're doing it, you're getting some kind of real thing. Right. You know. Um, I would say, you know... Don't believe anything it tells you, you know, like you don't, yeah, about, there's uh, no way to know yeah. who you're talking to, if it's who they say they are, you know. Yeah. And I mean, that, trust. and that brings it back to almost what's the point, right? What's the point of doing it? If you, if you can't trust the information you're getting, mm-hmm. um, unless, and I would say, unless you're not doing it to talk to like dead people. If you're doing it to somehow uh, access part of your subconscious, there might be some efficacy there. If you're um, doing it as a form of almost like a like a meditative thing to like simply reach like a different sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for? energy yeah get into like a different brainwave pattern mm-hmm. or something like that make yourself more open um to things don't make yourself too open um but yeah if you if you're there are certain reasons to do it that i could see those being somewhat valid but if you're doing it because you want to talk to like dead famous people or you want to talk to the ghost that you think might be in your house or whatever else uh, like that there's really no point. Don't don't waste your time doing that. There's um, there's many other ways that you can um, communicate possibly with uh, a haunting that's happening in your home that are uh, seem to be a lot more effective and will give you some hopefully more concrete evidence or responses than doing a Ouija board. Right. Because we really don't totally understand the mechanism. You know, science thinks they know with the idiomotor responses and all that. But we really don't. Mm-hmm. You know. So what's your last word on it, honey? I say do it. Have fun. <laughs> Have at it. <laughs> it's entertaining. Use protection. And do that board. <laughs> Summon them demons. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yo, demons, it's me, your boy. I'm going to try and talk to aliens. <laughs> yeah, oh, That's yeah, if you want cool. yeah, if, if anybody out there wants to try uh, that experiment 
and talk to try and talk to ultra dimensionals slash aliens using a Ouija board or talk to Bigfoot (laughs) or if you've already tried it and you want to let us know how it worked out again hit us up at liminalunlimited at gmail.com and let us know what your experience was with uh, communicating with some some type of interdimensional beings or entities we would love to hear about that um, so, honey, I think that, uh, wraps up our, our mini Ouija board update. I think so. Um, so, uh, please, uh, check us out on Facebook or, uh, at our, uh, Liminal Unlimited Podcast Facebook page, or hit us up on Twitter at LiminUnlimipod, or hit that Gmail, LiminalUnlimited at gmail.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear any stories, not just Ouija board stories, any stories, cryptids, aliens, hauntings, uh, just crazy stuff. You know, if you've had a poltergeist uh, event, whatever, anything, we love it. We're ready to talk about it. We're ready to believe you. Absolutely. So from me, Kyle Thatcher. And me, Jenny Thatcher. We will see you on the other side. Thanks for listening. Bye.